Welcome everyone to this episode of the Chronicle Weekly Report. I'm Lane Healy. And I'm your co-host, Christian McRae. Here's what's in the news for Wednesday, October 19th. Quinnipiac University leaders held a ribbon-cutting ceremony on October 14th in honor of the new Recreation and Wellness Center, which will fully open next month. Vice President of Facilities and Capital Planning, Sal Filardi, also led a tour of the space, including its four separate exercise areas, two-story rock climbing wall, and counseling center. In celebration of the soft launch, Quinnipiac's new health and wellness partner, Hartford Healthcare, landed its Lifestar helicopter on Quinnipiac's rugby field. Photo editor Jack Spiegel has the story. Two Democratic candidates running for seats in Connecticut's State House of Representatives visited Quinnipiac University on October 11th. The event sponsored by the Quinnipiac Democrats included panelist Sujata Godkar Wilcox, Associate Professor of Legal Studies at Quinnipiac University, and Josh Elliott, incumbent representative for Connecticut's 88th district. Wilcox is running to represent Trumbull's 123rd district for the third term, while Elliott is seeking re-election for District 88, which includes Hamden. The two candidates hope to see their work pay off on Election Day, which is set for November 8th. Quinnipiac University invited all students to participate in the Healthy Mind Survey in an email sent out on October 12th. The survey, conducted by researchers at the University of Michigan School of Public Health, aims to better understand students' mental health, emotional and mental health topics, and support resources. Students will have four weeks to share their responses, and those who do will be entered in a sweepstake for a cash prize. Additionally, their responses will help schools improve their mental health services in the future. Quinnipiac University's Office of Cultural and Global Engagement held its second annual LGBTQIA History Month teach-in on October 13th. The event was used to recognize the accomplishments, struggles, and stories of Quinnipiac's LGBTQ community. The program included a lineup of student and faculty speakers who represented an array of cultures and fields of work. News editor Katie Langley has the story. In Arts and Life, one special student at Quinnipiac University has turned her passion into a profit. Sophomore interdisciplinary studies major Merve Saryildis picked up baking at the start of the pandemic, and now she's running a successful online store called Strawberries by Merve. Specializing in chocolate-covered sweets, she also offers a variety of goods such as cake pops and cupcakes, which she delivers locally. With a band of social media followers cheering her on and support from student organizations, she's eager to grow her business. Copy editor Aiden Sheedy believes we need to stop demonizing men's self-care and basic hygiene by dubbing it as gay or feminine. Sheedy says most men are misinformed on the skincare products they should use on the daily. According to a 2017 Statista survey, only 37% of identifying males in the U.S. use skincare products daily. Sheedy believes a man's usage of any self-care product doesn't make them any less of a man, but instead a more clean one. Marvel's new series, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, just finished its first season on October 13th. Despite mixed reactions, staff writer Connor Youngberg praises the show for its creativity and humor. Its fourth wall breaks, witty writing, and self-aware nature, along with a great performance from lead actress Tatiana Maslany, is what makes it great. Youngberg says the final episode of the show is his favorite and could be the best episode of any Marvel series on Disney+. But no spoilers here. You'll have to watch it for yourself to find out. Dear Counselor is a column written by Mary Pelletieri, a member of Quinnipiac University's Counseling Services. The column addresses mental health and wellness issues that she deems prominent in the community. 
To submit questions to Dear Counselor, email theqchronicle at gmail.com. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Bleach is back. The newest season of the Japanese anime series was released October 11th, 10 years after its predecessor. Bleach was a member of the original Big Three, the most popular and highest grossing anime of the old generation. But with so much time left waiting for a new season, fans have exceedingly high expectations for the show. But contributing writer Alex Martinkova says it's worth the long-awaited watch. Arts and Life editor Neha Sinarine spoke to members of Quinnipiac University's Cards for Care. Cards for Care is an organization in its second year where students can make greeting cards that are distributed to hospital patients. Founder of Cards for Care and senior health science major Sadia Ali says she came up with the idea through working at a nursing home during the COVID-19 pandemic. During this time, the facility had a no visitor policy and she wanted to find a way to impact people who were isolated in nursing homes or hospitals. Ali says that the organization has plans to do more than cards in the future. In opinion, as a sophomore, staff writer AJ Newth struggles to stay motivated and she's not alone. In high school, students have a set schedule, but in college, it's up to them to determine what's most important and how to achieve their goals. Newth says the best way to find success is to define it yourself by taking the time to discover what motivates you, surrounding yourself with positive people, giving yourself credit where it's due, and knowing that you're not alone. Staff writer Nick Pastrito has had enough of American media's glorification and romanticization of serial killers. In light of Netflix drama series Dahmer, Monster, The Jeffrey Dahmer Story, tallying 196.2 million hours watched within six days, Pastrito believes the media has been profiting off of television shows and documentaries about serial killers for years. He says that shows about serial killers normalize their crimes against humanity and are disingenuous to the victims and their relatives. News editor Katie Langley hates talking on the phone. Despite conducting many interviews as a student journalist over the phone, she's met with the same fear every time. It's called telephone phobia, and it's the fear or avoidance of phone conversations. Langley says the lack of body language seen over the phone, her imposter syndrome, and her anxiety are what makes phone calls so daunting. Award-winning mental health resource Very Well Mind recommends cognitive behavioral therapy, exposure training, or rewards to beat the phobia. Ye is once again in the celebrity hot seat for his controversial takes. But contributing writer Joe Basque believes this time it is more significant. Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, was banned from Twitter after saying an anti-Semitic remark. This created a domino effect as his appearance on the HBO show The Shop was pulled from the air. Basque believes Kanye West's recent actions are irreconcilable and should have his fans worried about the next chapter of his career. In sports, with only five games left in the regular season, Quinnipiac men's soccer is currently ranked fourth in the MAC. But the team's success hasn't come without its challenges. Senior forward Brog Austin's injury on September 6th left the rest of the Bobcats to step up their game in his absence. So far, the team has had a total of 18 different players score at least one point, 12 of which were non-starters. Staff writer Milton Wolfenden says there's no question that a spot in the MAC playoffs is in the Bobcats' future. Quinnipiac rugby fullback Kat Story is as swifty and creative off the field as she is when she is playing. 
The former Pennsylvania Women's High School Rugby Player of the Year started her own t-shirt business called Love Someone Today. Her mission is to use her t-shirts as an avenue to advocate for college athletes' mental health awareness. In this week's Pete's Pond, Quinnipiac men's hockey team is leaving it all on the ice. In their game against the then number three team in the country, North Dakota, the Bobcats exceeded all expectations. They outscored North Dakota in both first periods by dumping in the puck and applying pressure to their opponent's breakout. Staff writer Peter Bukarski says the results provided a much-needed confidence boost for the Bobcats as they tackle the rest of the season. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Chronicle Weekly Report. I'm Lane Healy. And I'm Christian McRae. Be sure to pick up this week's paper or check out our website, quchronicle.com. We will see you guys next week with another episode. Peace.